The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away. Welcome to the uh, fourth episode of Beautiful Disasters. This is Groots. This is Fuck You Hunter. Fuck You Hunter. We have a special guest today. Smash. Smash. uh, (laughs) I'm sort of happy to be here. You're happy. Come on. I'm happy to be recording. Right. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So, um, you know, just a little bit of information about the podcast. Um, We review bad movies, B-movies, schlock cinema. Whatever it is. Some amazing cinema. Yeah. So we're here to talk about something that maybe you haven't seen before or forgot about, whatever. <laughs> or tried to avoid and now maybe you have to see it after uh, our experience. Exactly. We're going to have a bunch of fun with movies that we haven't, we don't, we, we don't care about maybe so much, <laughs> you know. But anyway, thank you for uh, listening to the podcast and uh, I want to move in. Before we get into this movie that we just watched, which was uh, something else. Oh, yeah. We have plenty to talk about that in a minute. Right. Huh. But uh, I, I want to get into a segment that we, uh, we've we been teasing a bit for the last couple episodes. A segment we're going to call Schlock Abuse. And uh, basically what happened is um, I gave Hunter a movie to watch. Oh, man. And oh, fuck. It, it was... It was kind of a fucked up movie and uh well i'm just gonna let him talk about it for all second. right well um i will freely admit that i uh didn't make it through the entire movie because <laughs> as you intended as a torture film it was torturous to watch and um the name of the movie was riding <laughs> on the bus with my sister is that yep. correct riding the bus with my sister all right um in which rosie o'donnell plays a mentally challenged woman and the first two minutes you realize this is gonna get really old really fucking quickly and it's fucking terrible and you flash to the conversation in Tropic Thunder with Robert Downey Jr. talking to fucking Ben Stiller about not going sorry to say full retard and Rosie O'Donnell took that level and went way the fuck over the top to the point, I don't know if anybody can actually finish watching this movie because she's so over the top. It's oh, it was it was I couldn't make it. It was too bad. I I, I went through. I got it through forty minutes of it. I messaged Groots. I said, "Do I really have to finish this? Like a child eating his vegetables? Like this is really fucking bad." He said, "As long as you get the gist of it." I said, "I got the fucking gist and then some because it was fucking terrible." Surprising note, by the way, the beginning of the movie, they credits the credits pop open, and this movie was directed by Angelica Houston, which really <laughs> is even sadder that this really awful fucking movie was directed by somebody who's actually a really great actress and has a d- directors in their family. But holy shit, that you started off the torture movies on the top because I don't know if I can give you anything that's gonna be worse than that. I, I do have faith in you. God, and, it was fucking terrible, man. And this movie, Jesus. this movie can only be described as 
retard exploitation. Oh, it's fucking terrible. She wears the wrong, wrong colored shoes just to make sure you know. Like, and this is every scene she has the wrong colored shoes, so you know she's simple Jack. It's the best way I could put it. Like right. simple Jack right. to the extreme. Oh, fuck that. And to be fair, this movie was a Hallmark movie, I believe, and it was really designed to be kind of like a feel good. Like, you know, a, a movie about someone with disabilities, mental disabilities, and it was supposed to be a serious film about that, but it really missed the mark so hard. She's goddamn ridiculous in it. Rosie Don, I, oh. She plays that so over the top. So it just bad. becomes an exploitation movie at this point. It really does. It which really is, does. was kind of the reason why I chose it, because it was just, you know, I saw it, I saw the trailer first, and then I saw... Some of the movie, and I'll be honest, I didn't get through the whole movie. <laughs> All right, good, good. All right, because at this point, I'd like to know if anybody had, who has seen it has made it through the entire movie, because more power to you, seriously. But, yeah. So, anyway, that was the first uh, schlock abuse uh, entry into the podcast. Oh, I'm finding something for you, goddammit. It's I, happening. I, I, you I, made I me go through you that. You, you made me go through that. I'm going to find something really shitty. I believe you will. So, uh, let's move on to the actual movie we watched tonight. The subject of this podcast. Now, <laughs> when when Groots and me were talking about this podcast, I had already had this movie and our guest set up from the very beginning. And you wouldn't tell me. No, I, I would not tell Smash name or what the movie was. I just said, you're, you're going to show up. And I want you to sit down, and you're going to experience this. I was a little upset in the beginning. Because I know that Smash is, Smash is a huge Superman fan. Loves yeah. Superman, loves DC Comics. And I know that there's plenty of shitty Superman movies to do, but that would be too easy. But I also know, from my DC comic knowledge, that there's a property that came out from Superman. Yeah, Superman. And Warner Brothers got really excited in the late 90s and decided... Let's make a movie on the Superman property, but not <laughs> Superman. So, Kyle's movie, our movie tonight, yeah. was Steel, starring Shaquille O'Neal. And Judd fucking Nelson. <laughs> and Judd fucking As Nelson. evil bender. And Richard motherfucking Roundtree. That's right. There's some <laughs> random shit, but <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited we got to watch this tonight because... Uh, Said nobody ever until yeah. now. Just more for your reaction than anything yes. else. But I guess... Let's go into the shit fest that is Warner Brothers Steel. I really enjoyed how fucking stupid <laughs> and ridiculous this movie was. I think we realized, by the way, on a side note, this is the last starring feature for Shaquille right, O'Neal. Right. Literally, he had Kazam, he had this, and no other movies was he the top billed person. He's done some voices, he's done some other work, but this was... The career killer for Shaquille O'Neal when it came to his cinematic uh, uh, entries. And to start this film, okay, it's very important that everyone knows that to start this film, Shaquille O'Neal's very, very uh, super smart, uh, deep character is a weapons designer. Because when you think of Shaquille O'Neal or anybody who's seven foot five and talks so slow you fall asleep, uh, is going to be a weapons designer for the military nonetheless. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then you have, of course, the start with Evil Judd Nelson. Yeah. Evil Judd Nelson. Well, they start power with hungry. them all in the army, mm -hmm. in the, the weapons testing group, all of them. And that's Jack, Evil Bender, 
Yeah. And uh, You're right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, the other female, the main female in this movie that what was the compare uh, the comparison? I only know her nickname, Sparky. The Sparky. comparison we drew early yeah. on was he is to weapons designing as Denise Richards oh, yeah. is to nuclear science yes. in the From Bond that, movie. That she was in Bond movie. So yeah. So yeah. Continue. So uh, yeah, we uh, pretty much see our uh, our main characters all working together for the army. And um, Evil Bender uh, decides to uh, up the ante and make the weapon a little more powerful than they were hoping right. for. Shit gets fucked up. People get paralyzed. <laughs> I know. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you sound like an asshole, but I know what's going to happen later in this movie with this. Oh, but, I'm sorry to interrupt, but don't forget that Shaquille O'Neal some, also somehow manages, because he's seven foot five, so he's got to have strength. He's mega strong. He didn't, yeah. Lifting several tons of concrete off of his uh, <laughs> off of his Sparky, uh, and you know that of course, but then has trouble later on in the movie pulling a very petite uh, cop out of a car. Well, they they just struggle with exactly what his strength level is. It's well, not Superman, right? But no, it's not. It's nothing. First off, it's not average, but it's not Superman. If we're gonna <laughs> this, he's not a black son of Jarrell. This okay? fucking movie. So the here's the sit. DC Comics. Uh, this is back in '97. DC Comics. You can see him uh, cracking, by the way. Obviously, did not know that they did not see this movie for allowing the stamp of DC <laughs> to be on it in the credits. That's one. Two. This is nothing to do with Superman, and just because Shaquille O'Neal has a fucking uh, Superman tattoo. In which they show in great detail, often, uh, does not make him a part of the DC Universe. I believe, and Groots can back me up on this, the opening credits state, based on a DC comic. Again, they have so not this is, seen this movie. This they is just, connected. This is connected. You yeah. might see you no, might see Steel show up in the next Justice League movie. Yeah, dude, this is they're fucking They're holding canon. off. They're waiting, yeah. This uh, is fucking yeah. canon. If they were to bring Steel, <laughs> a Shaquille O'Neal role as Steel... Inside of Justice League oh, Two, maybe uh, the single greatest oh, and wanna, worst I want to see Aquaman to exist. I want to see Aquaman and Shaq Steel have a conversation, bro, bro. Oh man. yeah, man. God, that would be fucking. You amazing. know what? It could this only is, make that fucking movie better. You know what it would be? It'd be Funky Fly. That would. That's what that would be. <laughs> Word. Funky fucking fly. Word, yes. homie. Yeah. You know what? He would smoke him. He would smoke everybody like a blunt. What we've just been doing there is pretty much the dialogue that's throughout this entire movie, which is generically hip-hop sounding, but um, the whitest hip-hop sounding dialogue you can have. <laughs> and also the worst <laughs> advice you could ever give a human being is, <laughs> uh, eat the hot dog, don't be one. <laughs> right. Of course, that's a very deep philosophical uh, Absolutely. idea there, if you really break it down. All right, so let's give this the uh, you know the fifteen minute uh, synopsis, right? All right, yeah. All right, so uh, accident happens in the weapons test. Uh, a main girl gets paralyzed, right? Yep. Judd Nelson uh, is the bad guy there, and kind of gets a slap on her wrist, paralyzes somebody. I think other people might have been killed, but they go, got... yeah, there was a senator. Senator yeah. died. He yeah, definitely yeah. didn't go to jail. No, they said you're not in the army anymore. Don't do that again. So, so Shaq. Uh, Quits the army. He's done. He's done. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm out. I'm not going to be a weapons designer anymore. He's like, Tony Stark. Then he goes back to the hood. That's right. Where mm-hmm. he lives. And, um, you know, so he, he rolls into his uh, grandma's place. <laughs> Who's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Yeah. She's awesome. Now, this is the same lady who was in um, one of my favorite underrated 
Coen Brothers movies. She was in The Lady Killers. Holy shit. I thought she was oh, familiar. Yeah. Right. As like the old lady that they, they're all trying to like dupe, right? She was awesome in The Lady Killers. And like a lot of people give that movie shit, but I fucking... Mm-hmm. Anyway. How much do you think they paid her to be in that movie? Because that's the only credible acting in the whole thing. It was like, we Whoa. need something credible. There's going to be some other credible actors in the, when we get to them, all right? Well, this, this... Uh, well, I, <laughs> somebody who could actually made a part so two-dimensional uh, actually work. They spent their money on uh, big action effects and Jack. Yes. Okay. And sparklers the, for the, the effects, I think. Yeah, yeah sure. a lot of sparklers. So uh, anyway, uh, he, he rolls back into uh, in, into the hood, his old, his old hood. Um, he's got like, what, a little... What is it? His nephew or some shit? Yeah. yeah. Nephew ne- or brother. Nephew or younger brother. Some yeah. shit like that. <laughs> Who's uh, maybe... He's a good kid, but he's maybe like looking at the wrong side of the track sort of deal. Anyway, so... Uh, he, try, I, he has to find a job. I mean, I know he was a weapon... He, he helped make weapons for the army. He doesn't want to do that. What's right. he going to do? What's his best job? And he was fairly reminiscent to the uh, kid in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie... Uh, the one who steals the uh, $20 and the fucking Walkmans. You got it. Very, very... Remi- I mean, that was just the style of... Ki- if you were going to be in the fucking hood, that's the kind of kid you were going to be. <laughs> so, meanwhile, uh, fucking... Uh, what's his nuts? Uh, villain. Oh, Judd Nelson? Evil Judd, Bender. Evil Bender. Evil, evil Judd Nelson. Uh, he shows up in L.A., the same town. Oh, sure. Um, and starts uh, communing with the local, like... You know, mafia guy, arms dealer, dude, right? You mean and, well, the arcade man- manufacturer? Yeah, the arcade yeah. manufacturer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's they're like, all evil. Oh, yeah. I got these weapons. They're like nothing you've ever seen. We can go international with this shit. And uh, you know what do we get? Like a scene where they were like in the warehouse where they were like developing these weapons. Yeah, they had arcade cabinets. Yep. And then off to the side. A weapons testing area. So, right, like, exactly. they're making one point Mortal Kombat and also weapons that could destroy right. people. There right, you go. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Little, little, like, a midget worker walks by. Like, just weird <laughs> shit. Random shit. Yeah. Both there and where fucking steel works, the steel workers with the, you know, um, Almost like they're going to a music video with steel workers, right, the like sexy. Yeah, like, they were. They were. If, if, I know it was. They had our hats on, so they did work there. But yeah, chicks like, walking around half naked. You like, almost thought they were just going to start like rap music was to start playing. Oh, and yeah. They were going to do the '97 version of twerking. <laughs> yeah, dude, guy with the tube top walking around delivering paychecks. Right. You know, like definitely random. Hard hat. But random just the hard hat. They right. were probably wearing fucking sandals. <laughs> like this, just like what's up, baby. <laughs> so uh, fast forward. Uh, so they've got their shit together. The evil guys had their shit together, mm-hmm. and they decide they're gonna rob a bank. So they got this like crazy fucking Humvee all tricked out, and they've got all these like super weapons, lasers. They got lasers, lasers. That's they right, got lasers, sonic weapons. And they're fucking uh, just they rob the fucking bank, and what happens? They- uh, and Shaq is rolling up with. Whoever the lady is, the cop lady. Yeah, they didn't really get And into his that. nephew's in the car, and all of a sudden they're just rolling up, and she's just like, danger, come on, motherfuckers. And she, like, pulls up as close as she can get. And, of course, you know, shit goes wrong because Shaq, being the hero that he is, and the weapons designer, uh, gets out to stop this madness, <laughs> only, to, only to say, stay, as his 
whatever that kid was, running behind him as the cop lady <laughs> geniusly does not give a fuck. Yeah, she really she didn't, didn't do much. Even try she was to the one person him. that didn't react to all the right. shit going on, and she stays in her car. She's like, "Hey, we're gonna need some backup up in here." Oh shit, weapon! Boom. Shaq has trouble pulling her out. Uh, continue. Right, and then uh, we never see her again. In the yeah, movie. the cop, yeah. her car gets flipped over. Like, he he saves her at some point, and then that's her in it. The hospital. She's what injured, but like you know, nothing. Yeah, yeah. That that that's it for her character. Um, but uh, in any case, he he realizes, oh shit. These super weapons are happening here in L.A. We got to talk in about, my hood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to talk about the exaggerated chase scene with Jack <laughs> chasing down this kid who literally this kid had to be the slowest runner ever because you're getting run down by Shaq. You really got to work at you know speeding up your process. Well, well, I mean, I know we talked about the long legs thing, but still, he does have long. It he looks like he was speed walking, yeah, he was and this speed kid walking. could have easily beat him. But the kid's just running slow as shit. Gets into the train yard and like, well, he's the last. He's the last robber who was, who was left behind because he was still in like the last they, few they, bucks. Yeah, they love the money. That they were just. He was just like, oh shit, so I gotta, excited. I gotta yeah. get the last he got distracted that the rest of his crew left. And the, the slowest crew was kid like, ever, too. By That's the way. what I'm saying. He was slow like, as shit. he was like, I'm gonna run just fast enough for you to stay a few feet behind me. But then <laughs> I feel like that that the scenes that scene probably took several takes where the director had to tell. You're going too fast. Slow it down. Just slow it down. Now, Shaq, you speed it up a little bit and just made it kind of time out so it looked like Shaq was really close to catching the kid. It was, it was also that particular time in the train yard where every train was connected <laughs> yeah. cars. So they had to run between, you know, like like train cars that were like connecting. Oh, Shaq almost looked little Shaq for a minute there. He got right out of the way right before the train cars. Uh, yeah. And, and of course, up. an amazing development is that he finally catches the, this kid... Uh, only to get shot in the back with the weapon by whatever chainsaw or gold teeth, whatever the guy's fucking name was. Yeah, right. Uh, no one cares about his character. And they get shoots him in the back. <clears throat> but, you know, the next day, it's all good. Yeah. And by the way, how did this kid's boss know he was there? They just fucking showed up out of nowhere. I know you've been chasing through a, a train yard for the past 15 minutes, but I found you. It's like, we got away, but I came back for you. Yes. Yeah. Genius right. writing. So... They shoot him, they get away, Yes. but Shaq knows where to find them. So he shows up at their club the next day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> perfectly fine. Yeah, perfectly fine. Like, he, he got shot in the back with a laser. But now, he's, I'm he's not good. sure who the costume designer was for this next scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I decided the eye patch like, thug had to be wearing, I guess... Like it was BDSM. BDSM. Yeah, totally. It was dominatrix <laughs> overall. Couldn't figure out what the fuck they're because we're not in the future. It's modern times, <laughs> but there's some weird rubber like outfit he's wearing that I couldn't make sense. Like, is he supposed to be like weird or in the future? Or what this the was fuck? some like Jean Paul Gaultier fucking Fifth Element shit. Right yeah, there. yeah. I was gonna say the closest I could put to it is if anybody's seen Streets of Fire, William <laughs> Defoe's character when he has the trash can <laughs> overalls. It's almost like that, but a little more designer. All right, but it just kind of threw me off a little bit because I was like, I know they they want to make sure you know this is a bad guy, but that outfit doesn't make any fucking sense uh also we're coming up on possibly one of the greatest shittiest uh uh, scenes that i've ever seen which is him realizing what he needs to do now after all of this has occurred 
which is to go get Sparky. God damn. Yes. <laughs> at the, oh, man. One of the greatest, most confusing hospitals you've ever seen. Is it a mental hospital? Is it a rehab well, facility for veterans? You don't know. Because we walk in, and at first you go, oh, this is just a rehab center for veterans. Right. But then as you look around the room, there's people in wheelchairs... But then there's also mentally, like, just... It's one side over the cuckoo's nest. It's like a psych ward slash rehab center. But they're just like, well, we don't have two areas, so we just have everybody in the same area. (laughs) It didn't make any fucking sense. And they also also used an establishing shot of... St. Louis Louis. with the big arch. I'm like... Which you don't need. Wait, this movie's there? Like, like, I thought this was like L.A., but no. It, no, it was just for that. I guess they yeah. just had to establish that she wasn't Well, he, he in made LA. it to St. Louis on the fly, right? I guess. You know. Yeah. He kazammed it. But he gets there, and he talks to her, and he they talk about how he bought her a wheelchair, and that was really nice. And <laughs> She's just not with it. She's just done. She's She just wants to sit in a wheelchair. She's and got the, the thousand-yard stairs. Yeah. She's blind. Because uh, she's she was paralyzed blind. And Shaq's got to do something to wake her up. So using the Shaq's right... <laughs> He destroys the window in front of her, and the wind and everything wakes her up. And, uh, <laughs> and he, then one of the, the one of the great so officer and gentleman. Right? I assume this is what they were thinking of during, <laughs> oh, while they were writing this scene. <laughs> so he decides to say, "You know what, bitch? I know you can't walk, but instead of rolling you out in the wheelchair." <laughs> I'm going to pick your ass up, and I'm going to kidnap you. And while doing this, everybody will clap. And I mean everyone. No, no, no. But let's let's clarify. He doesn't pick her up. He, he picks, picks up her whole wheelchair. Yes, he with picks her up the wheelchair. Yeah. With well, he bought it. He doesn't want to like just yeah. leave the wheelchair that he right, paid for. Right, right. So. And everybody's like, yeah, get the Which fuck out of here. Which I wish there wasn't a deleted or extended scene where you see him carrying the wheelchair out of the psych ward or rehab center out there to the airport carry the wheelchair with her on the plane because again I'm pretty sure they had to fly back to Los Angeles because it's in St. Louis that makes that establishing shot even more confusing I got something better instead he carries her all the way through the hospital right out to the front (laughs) and he gets her down to the front steps and then he sets it down. <laughs> and then he rolls her to the car. Like, the one thing you don't have to be confused of is a wheelchair. It literally has the name in it of what it does. It has wheels, but Shaq wanted to show how right. strong he is. So It did not say in script. So fast forward to the junkyard. Oh, right? yeah. So he, yes. They're in L.A. now. He has Sparky. Sparky. His, his paraplegic uh, gal from the Army. And they're in this uh, junkyard where you meet Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe. Who is played by fucking <laughs> Richard Roundtree. How random was that shit? Shaft. Fucking Shaft. Shaft. Oh my God. And he lets you know he's still Shaft. I think it's like four minutes into him being on screen when there's a Shaft joke, you know, that goes over mm-hmm. most people's heads for the direction they wanted this movie to go. Right. Who would know to pick up on a Shaft joke if you're watching this as a kid? And like, it's literally not that long because this no. this cuts right into the montage. It could exactly. be a month. It could have been a day. You really don't know. Which was a gospel month. It, oh, yeah. Gospel Stand music. Up. No, 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 no. That's the end of the movie. No, no. It's steal, the same song. steal Yourself. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. Steal, steal yourself. yourself. Same band. But That'd it's a gospel same. song. It's a gospel song. But oh it has God. steel in it. And that's during the montage <laughs> yes. where we yes. see them building Amazing. all the different all array the of weapons that they have accessible at the junkyard. So okay. I lo- and, and during this, well, towards the end of the montage or at the end, you know, after, um, you know, they've made the armor and you don't know how long it is. You just assume he's so smart that he can make it within a day. I give it a day. Right. And it's days. also, and mind you, it's impenetrable. So he, uh, after this, he he's given his magic Thor hammer or steel hammer, uh, you know, that of course had one of the <laughs> best lines. Uh, go ahead. I know you want to. <laughs> what does he say about the hammer? So I Richard Roundtree's like, oh man, it's something. What was it like? He's, something. I love this. The, I love the shaft. I love the no, shaft. He on. goes. He goes. He goes. I love the hammer, and I love the shaft. <laughs> shaft. <laughs> By the way, on a side note, this sounds like Smash has watched this movie multiple times. I, yes, I. I. It was. Yeah. I was upset when I saw that I was going to be watching this, but not shocked. I had seen this with a girl I knew many, many, many uh, moons ago. So right, and y'all uh, aren't together anymore because uh, that, yeah, that, that this, movie. This yeah. was. This was that like was a deal breaker. I think this was like fourteen or fifteen. So, yeah, long time ago. Okay, all right. So uh, we went through the montage. They mm-hmm. built the armor. They built the hammer. And he goes out for his first uh, fucking, you know. <laughs> this outing. Outing. Yeah, yeah right. as, well, as every superhero movie has. It was, right. Let's test it out, see how things go. It was a go. Find, test. We're going to find somebody getting mugged or robbed mm. or something of the sort. And Two rich white motherfuckers. Who went to the opera or some shit? How yeah. Batman-esque. They're just got picked white and rich. Yeah, by none other than John Hawks. Yes, uh, that was so and, random. And, like I fucking lit up like like a <laughs> fucking Christmas tree. I was like, holy. Hawks. He literally did dusted on, and then this, and then this. Like, and I was just like, oh my god, that motherfucker from Deadwood. Everything. <laughs> I love fucking, that guy. He's it was such fucking a crazy. Fucking He's a great character actor. actor. Yeah, <laughs> such an amazing actor. I actually just like did a double feature with my wife yesterday. We watched Winner's Bone that he's excellent in as Great a supporting movie. era, a supporting actor, and um, and we watched um, Too Late, which was like a kind of an indie flick that was interesting and kind of derivative, but it was actually I enjoyed it. Whatever, but um, I love that guy. John Hawks is I am, amazing. I am right. He was uh, the brother in Eastbound and Down, right? Yes. All right, good. Absolutely. Right. And that's that's definitely what Jody yeah. knows him from, yeah. mostly. But, um, yeah, so he, like, makes justice happen. You know, he's like, oh, motherfucker. You know, <laughs> and, you know he pins him to a freaking pillar or some shit. Still not sure how that works. By, his, by shirt. his final shirt. Yeah. You know, whatever. And gives, uh, you know, old white people their, their money back. Whatever. Now, Richard Roundtree has such an excited reaction to his first crime stop. Yeah. In which, now, I wrote down, I don't know if anybody else did, he has this amazing statement, and it's, I'll be dipped in shit and rolled into bed breadcrumbs. I've never heard that before, but that's, he was so excited, that's what he had to say about stopping crime, is I'll be dipped in shit and Damn rolled right into breadcrumbs. One of the more I, random... There's a couple of things his character says in this movie where you're like, I don't know what that means, but it sounds fucking awesome. And you know that's improv. Coming from him. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, there's a brief, like, 
Um, chase sequence, well, actually, like some gangbangers show up, and there's a shootout, and there's yeah. cops, and then uh, no, the, the slowest getaway ever. Steel is being chased by the cops, and he like shoots a like like a freaking Batman harpoon and goes up in slow motion because there's still so much. Slow. There, there's still so much on the '89 Batman, even though. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like uh, every superhero gets away using the gall- grappling, yeah, hook. grappling yeah. hook. She should have asked how much he. Weighed. But at that point, with the metal on, he weighs goddamn gotta be like five hundred pounds, at and least. he slowly. The cops literally could have just run and grabbed his leg, but they just watch him going at a They're speed. Just like, of, oh my! Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at that! He's oh, going up. Oh, don't forget the impediment is seventy five pounds. Oh, that they do say that in the <laughs> yes. which is hilarious. And eventually, he gets away by falling into a dumpster. Thankfully, yeah, right. which Perfect. is you know. A great trope. Still holding a piece of his armor, of course. (laughs) So, uh, and then we have, um, we cut back to the villain, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and he's trying to sell these weapons to fucking Nazis, apparently. Yeah. That's his market. High-tech weapons. After after his first encounter, and then he goes back on the second encounter and gets framed, then everybody sees on TV what the weapons can do. Right, and the Nazis come And the back. Nazis come out of fucking nowhere. Like, yeah, damn, like, by the way, what? we're the Nazis. Now, we do need to talk about, he, all right, after he hits the dumpster, yeah, jumps on his, I guess it's a normal-sized bike. It looks like With a his size, bike. it looked like a child's motorcycle. Right. It was it as did. fast as a moped. So, <laughs> he's cops are chasing him. At this point, I think the, they'd actually had, what, maybe... Two to three cop cars. Yeah, at some say. point. Yeah, yeah, going after him. This is heavy duty. They bring in a fucking LAPD helicopter spotlight. <laughs> yep. They're gonna get him. They've got three cop cars and a helicopter, and they're yes. chasing him. And there's no way he's gonna get away. But he rolls up into the junkyard, his special <laughs> layer junkyard. That's right. Where part of the pile of junk opens up, and he scoots in, and it goes down. That point, uh, Richard Roundtree's so excited, and he. Looks at it, and we're going to do a short little uh, scene. I'm going <coughs> to play the role of, uh, what's, what's this, Joe? Uh, Uncle Joe. Uncle, Uncle Joe. Joe. And Kyle um, will be the police force response. Yeah. Uncredited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm as, as Steel pulls in with his motorcycle and it goes down, there's a pile of junk. Uncle Joe is so excited, says, all they're going to see is a pile of junk. And then immediately following that statement is the cop saying... <sighs> It's just a pile of junk. Nothing here. <laughs> and I believe it was shortly followed by a cop saying, like, maybe the Batcave or something? Yes. <laughs> it's like, the Batcave. Three cop cars, helicopter. Yeah, it's a junkyard. He got away. And that's it. That, that Our hero escaped successfully. Into the opening Batcave-like door, <laughs> yeah. which you assume they built during that amazing montage. Oh, that, that was a montage. Again, that was oh, done, yeah. all done with that. That montage, they, did, they got a lot of shit done. They got, they got it done. <laughs> Let me tell you. He made an impenetrable helmet Holy right at the shit. end of that. So, yeah, I think then after that, we have um, Evil Bender meet up with uh, Eye Patch. Uh, <laughs> Eye Patch McGee. Eye Patch McGee, <laughs> That's whatever, the Dominatrix outfit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Well, they, they, they there's kind of a framing going on where, right. like, you know, you know, whatever footage of steel. Trying to break up the second robbery was like on the news, and then uh, they somehow figure out how to draw him to a warehouse where they're going to be selling these new weapons to all the Nazis, and 
Some, some <laughs> random. It was, I think, Colombian drug lords, yeah. Nazis, every bad generic bad guy gang. Some random or, Australian. Yeah. They guy. were all yeah, Australia, evil Australian. I'm not sure what his deal yeah, was. Yeah. Like, it was like I was waiting for like Doctor Evil to literally show up at this because <laughs> right, exactly. they had like every generic like evil bad guy villain. But so. they kidnapped Sparks. Oh yeah, Sparky. wheelchair Sparks. Yes. They kidnapped her <laughs> right. to, to get there, and they also took the. His nephew, right? So they automatically. I don't know. They took his nephew. I think he just ne- his nephew was there. Did they actually say that they? I think took- he held on to him. Okay, he was okay. already yeah, there in the building. Like but yes, he 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 planned for Steele to find out somehow to make it there, right? Uh, to do something. Uh, you don't really know. Uh, he was just gonna sell the weapons anyways. But- now, real quick, did we did we catch the part where they arrested Steele and had him go to the jail? <laughs> oh. No, yeah, yeah, that was just that was right that. before, yeah, yes. the meetup. Um, the cops actually, Evil Bender, ratted him out and set up some footage so it looked like Steele was the one robbing the bank. Right. So the cops, luckily for Inside Informant, because they would have never put it together that the seven foot tall guy was the seven foot tall guy in the metal armor. So they arrest him and they put him up to a lineup where <laughs> literally they have the seven foot tall mark. Which is only Shaquille O'Neal. And then motherfuckers that are barely six foot. And nobody can figure out who Steel is. But they have the seven foot mark and his head's right there. Nobody else is even close to him. They're like, oh, this is a tough one. We're not no, gonna we're not gonna figure this out. He's directly in the center of it's not even like to the right or left. He's fucking directly in the center. But they can't figure it out. They can't and, but it was the old bitch that he He's saving the yeah. wallet back to. Yeah, it was like Martha and Thomas Wayne. I don't, I don't know him. You know. Yeah. yeah you know. I don't. And then the cop was the, cop was the same the way that, that he saved, saved the yeah. cop. It yeah, like, it's all wait, wait. But again, that's great that the direct eyewitnesses. But all you need is literally <laughs> a camera shot or a picture, and you can see he's seven foot tall. All the other guys in the lineup. Don't match the height requirement. <laughs> right. So right there, you have your main suspect. And nope. they also found nope. found the weapon. Uh, you know, found the, the main <laughs> weapon that they would need as like the smoking gun, as they would say, before they even as as they were arresting him. So so they had him. Yeah. yeah sorry, well, I didn't mean to backtrack too no, much. No, 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 but no, it's fine. Because they also get him out of uh, out of uh, out of jail. Oh yeah, using with, with like some like stupid like. <laughs> Internet like <laughs> hacking shit. Smash seems a little excited about that. So, so two things. One, it's a it's a it's a two hit attack. The internet loving. Uh, it was like this movie really was advertisement for the internet at the time, and it was ninety seven. You know, so you're still dealing with fucking dial up and all kinds of shit. Um, also, because he goes back to his grandma, <laughs> he go back to his grandmother's house. And as they're having a whisper conversation because she doesn't want to fuck up the souffle again, uh, in the kitchen, and she's like. <laughs> She's basically like, I know who you are, but you don't have to tell me. I love you. Comes in one of the one of the best because you wouldn't infiltrate a home, you know, by trying to break down a door or maybe sneaking in. What you want to do is you want to go right through the fucking window in the. I mean, just no ropes, nothing. You somehow made it to come completely through the window of the kitchen to come after him. Right, exactly. Best entrance ever. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. <laughs> and that guy struggled, too. He was like, all right, hold on. Let me get the fuck down first. I'm coming after you, Steel. And uh, I, I I do believe, like, 
there was a there was a frying pan hit in the face at at one point. Yeah, grandma threw him a frying pan. That's right. She was and like, it did, but shit. it didn't knock him down. The smallest guy in the entire movie, this little skinny white dude, hit with a frying pan by Shaq, just goes bam, oh. And then Shaq has to pick him up and really struggle to throw him on a table. Right. But her souffle <laughs> was <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. She was mad. <laughs> you know. Yeah. She fucked him up with a <laughs> spatula too. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> Mama don't play. So we end up in this warehouse, the finale scene. Where they have where they have uh, lured you know steel in, and uh, you know all these fucking like neo Nazi uh, Nazis and fucking whatever all all the villains the are evil there. yeah the evil all the all league, the, league, the league of evil all like, of the stereotypes <laughs> they're all trying to buy the the, the high tech weapon and up we, to no good and you know he's kidnapped uh, he's kidnapped Sparks Sparks yeah. but she's still in her wheelchair they brought it along <laughs> her her like epic wheelchair oh Sparks. <laughs> Oh, they don't know. Oh, they They don't know. She Professor X the shit out of that thing. That's right. And then all all that shit goes south. All because Evil Bender thought he was smarter than Shaq and hit the red button. Like don't press that button. Don't press that button. Oh, if you're gonna tell me how to press it, then like it's almost like Shaq used what you would do with a four year old. Like you know, like don't eat all your vegetables, right? He's like, don't press that button. And Evil Bender was it was too fucking tempting. And that's where his downfall was. My hammer gun is way cooler than your weapons. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. don't play with my hammer gun. Weird cock contest between the two of them. And uh, what you can do, I can do better. (laughs) So everything goes fucking like awry, and then. Wheelchair girl sparks breaks out with the fucking greatest like rocket (laughs) wheelchair laser gun fight of all time. I don't know where she got all that shit in the junkyard, but she fucking maxed the fuck out of that wheelchair. And that that was so bad. Amazing. Not only did it have the weapons, but and if you need some context to that, something to give you a little visual if you haven't seen the movie, imagine Tango and Cash when they walk up (laughs) to as they quote as they stated the RV from hell. (laughs) <laughs> but as a wheelchair, not but not only does it have the weapons, but she's got to get a little. She's got to get out of there. That place is on fire, so she fucking pedal to the metal. Fucking, I don't know how fast that thing, but it, it was air compressed. It, it, it bust out some rocket shit all of a sudden. Yeah, there was no flame. It was amazing. Honestly, her wheelchair had better weapons and shit on it than the fucking Fuck steel, steel outfit. Yeah. Dude, like, prof- she was holding back. She's like, yeah, I'll put this on your outfit. She's like, I'm keeping the fucking rockets on my Professor wheelchair. Professor X should be jealous of that technology. Cause, <laughs> he had alien tech on his wheelchair, nerd and, moment. And But, you know, it wasn't that cool. Now, no, no. Now, we did have a very tense moment right after the rocket wheelchair where there's a grenade. And we've been shown throughout the movie that Shaquille O'Neal can't make three throws. <laughs> yeah, it's that's a, right. It's a joke multiple times. Not once or twice. Multiple, multiple times. Now there's this intense moment where there's a grenade. His nephew's going to be killed by the grenade. He's got to do something. There's a little spot in the fence, a little hole, only if he can make the free throw. And it's important to note, this is like... A minute, maybe 30 seconds to a minute in when the grenade was actually thrown in the room. Yeah. Luckily for them, it's one of those three-minute grenades after you pull the pin yeah. where you have enough time to look around, pick it up, set up your shot, hope that it goes through. Like, at this point, we were all expecting it to blow up in his face multiple yep. times. Yeah, sing a karaoke verse of your favorite song. Yeah, it was a long Plenty time. Plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. 
As uh, and then of course he throws it through the uh, he hole, makes which, it. which uh, how many times did it bounce? It like hits maybe the rim fifteen and times, like spins. It was close for a second. I thought it was gonna come back, but and simply it, it goes said, the other way. Yeah, they said fuck gravity when they made that. Yeah, went, it, science can kiss my ass. It falls down and kills a bad guy, and right. it's like, oh well, that's convenient. Which it's uh, also important to note, and I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, was the uh, the one guy in there who had as deep a voice? Out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who's the, he's the one person that gets blown up by the grenade? And he turns into a girl's voice at he that point. He just goes, ah! And then, boom, he's done. Yep. It was fantastic. So I think Sorry. after that, we had the military finally show up because somebody they, called them. Yeah, they kind of clean up some of the last few arms dealers and stuff like that. Yeah. And then we have, like, an exposition scene at the end where... Um, they're dealing with the military, his former, like, superior. Mm. But he's on the phone <laughs> using an Arnold voice. Yep. Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Yeah. And they even let you know, by the way, it's Arnold's voice. It's not Arnold's no. voice. But it's it's a cheap ripoff. And it's hilarious. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. I was like, oh, Jesus. So they're never going to figure out who Steel is. Who? Because Who could he be? all they had was the technology where they're talking to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Besides that, they'll never know. They'll never know. And they're the... not going to check out that junkyard because no. he's not fucking there. I mean, come he's on. He's not there. And no. The, 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 the footage of like a seven foot six guy. No. No. It's not him. This is too much for the military, the police force, the military, <laughs> whoever to figure out. So no, um, no, the they're general, just going to give up. The general or the colonel or whatever he was. Oh, maybe. He maybe, goes, Iron, maybe. is this you? Oh, that's bad. But that's I it. I know it's you, it sounds kind of like you. No, no. You silly devil. So, so our heroes get yeah. away with everything. Yeah. And then they end up at Grandma's new restaurant. Which is her house. <laughs> which is maybe her, yeah, maybe her house where they have like seats out on the fucking <laughs> sidewalk and shit. And the most unbelievable scene of the entire movie <laughs> where Shaq sits down in a white plastic <laughs> lawn chair. That and it shit would have crumbled break. like a motherfucker. As soon as he his ass touched the plastic, that would have crumbled like yeah, shit. That- Our Hobbit has broken a, a plastic <laughs> lawn chair in my presence. And he is literally one third <laughs> of Shaq. like Shaq's leg. I mean, like. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it, and, you know, and then they have, like, uh, another, you know, devotional, gospel-y song. Oh, whoa. Some, we have the heartwarming moment of the you, movie. You've got to, oh, yeah, right, you got to right. preface it. Because, yeah. right. because throughout this movie, Sparky, she's wanting to hold, hug Shaq. She can't stand <laughs> up. So she invents on her wheelchair the ability to have a wheelchair extend up for her to stand up. Yeah. And Shaq hugs her, pans away, and then the gospel song comes on, where they say, literally, stand up, over and over again. Stand up. Just so we know, hey, she did it. She wheelchaired it up to stand up. There you go. It's funny that they didn't kiss, because you could tell she wanted some BBC, I'm just saying. No, she wanted the hug. She invented all that to give him a hug, all right? right. That's all she wanted. They were friends. This is a family movie, goddammit. I don't remember that. Hey, I'm going to smoke you like a blunt. (laughs) (laughs) So, that was Steel. That was Steel. Woo! Yes. I think this is the first time I've actually watched the entire movie. Um, I've seen bits and pieces of it on HBO or random. Um, Obviously, I 
found out once it started up that uh, uh, Smash here had already seen it. But this was this was your first uh, time, right? This was my first viewing, and um, I am so fucking elated <laughs> by how fucking stupid awesome this movie is. Yeah. It's so bad. It's so dumb. Like, all the fucking, like, you know, just, like, sort of ghetto movie tropes are in it. Like, all these things. It's so dumb. Yep. Every stereotype the, that you can have in the, the movie. Really the is. dialogue, it, they literally made sure to say word or just every generic, like, Everything. 90s hip-hop term. Not like not face. <laughs> pretty much. Man. Just... It, like, I, I couldn't have asked for anything better <laughs> as a superhero movie. Yeah, no, I think I, I counted they did at least seven This Thing's Whack. Uh, 12 homies, um, at least 15 yos, like just <laughs> overall, they just made sure to let you know this is a hip hop flavor superhero movie. Goddamn right. They were, uh, and no. they also ripped off, uh, from EC as well. Uh, Sparky. Oh, the finger. Yeah. And Shaq. Every guy, every scene that they were in touched their finger like Elliot <laughs> and the alien from ET. That's right. That was their uh-huh. thing. Right. And uh, it was in every scene. I still think Warner Brothers they could they could uh, you know redo this franchise. I think there's potential there. So there is, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> you know they can make this dark. Zack Snyder could do a thing with. Oh them. yeah, yeah. This, this definitely Snyder. this definitely of Zack Snyder's. Uh, it'll be it'll be Shaq's son who takes over the mantle of steel. No, he'll I'm get... just saying in the actual DC comics, <laughs> Steel was a member of the Justice League. I know he was. So I'm well aware of that. Get away with it, sir. No, no, in the I next mean, movie. Just Zack saying. Snyder, he'll get like 250 million dollars to do this. He'll get Idris Elba, <laughs> oh, you know, to be Steel. I like him. I like well, him too it... much to see him in that role. <laughs> you know what? They he could he could probably with some big budget and him he could probably make it work. Now. This movie came out in 97. Yes. Right. But this wasn't the only shitty DC slash Warner Brothers movie that came out in 97. Oh, my. I believe the same summer was Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Warner Brothers was really knocking out of the park in 97 when it came to DC superhero movies. So, Chill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not just chill. You have Bane. You have so much of a just complete... Yeah, that's... That movie's a shit show. That's not even enjoyable So, I don't know which one came out first, but there's potential that people saw... Some people saw both Steel and Batman Robin in the same fucking year. Yeah. And I don't know how they ever trusted Warner Brothers (laughs) ever again with the DCR property. I will say that I enjoyed this more. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Than Batman and Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all because of Shaq. It's all because, because of, of everything in this movie. It's all because of the clusterfuck that is this movie. This well, movie is just an amazing amalgamation of, of, <laughs> of dumb shit. And, you know, Shaq being the star of it is is not someone... You know, an actor has to memorize their lines. Yeah. But the only time he really spoke is when he was standing still. Which makes me believe is that he actually had the script in front of him. And that's how he acted the scene out. That could very well be true. I'm, I'm telling you, he had that. He's had that script right in front of his face to read it. Well, I can say I am so pleased with us watching this, specifically with you, Smash, because as much of a DC boy as you are, uh, I wanted to see you squirm tonight, and uh, that's exactly what pretty much happened. Yeah. So, so it, this was awesome. <laughs> uh, all right, so we should um, move into uh, 
you know, the next uh, little segment. And let's challenge each of you guys. If, if we were going to have a double feature with steel, what would you pair it with? Oh. Who wants to go first? I guess I'll go first. Go for it. Uh, at this point, I'm not going to take this very seriously, and I'm going to just handpick another shit fest DC comics movie. And It's kind of a toss-up between Superman 3 and Superman 4, but you know what? Because I appreciate canon films, I'm going to go Superman 4 and Steel. And just go right there. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. No, that's solid, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, the Superman 4, I think they had about the same budget. Like, Superman 4's budget to Steel's budget, about the same. So, got to give them that. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I wasn't going to go 4, but I was definitely thinking Superman. I was just going to go with I was gonna go with Superman 3. All right. I think it's on Fuck par yeah. with the ridiculousness. At least Superman 4, they, they at least tried to not be ridiculous and ended up being more ridiculous. But Superman 3... They knew what was going on. So did fucking Richard Pryor. And that's my fucking favorite Superman movie of all time. <laughs> Holy shit. Because fucking Richard Pryor, Richard fucking Pryor in a Superman movie. Oh my God. Oh my God. If you that's can team everything. up Richard Pryor's character from Superman 3 and Richard Roundtree's character from Steel and have them just as partnered up, you got a fucking great movie there. I don't know. He's too old for this. Warner Brothers, that was a lost fucking opportunity seriously yeah now we have lost we, we've lost fucking richard Pryor. this can't happen anymore it's not gonna happen god damn it which is he's almost as believable as a computer genius in that movie <laughs> as shaquille o'neal is as a weapons designer for you the military right. you goddamn it's, right it's just a beautiful placement and i would say if i was gonna pair this up with another movie you know my first instinct would be like to go with like something like Meteor Man, yeah, Holy but that's shit. just because that was such a dumb ass fucking movie. I forgot about that movie. It everybody, <laughs> yeah, about that, that fucking movie. But uh, like this movie, like almost screams like Roger Corman with a big budget. Yeah. So like you know, I, I would almost pair it alongside like his Fantastic Four, just because it's. That would be a good pairing. I Ridiculous. still need to see that Fantastic Four movie. Uh, oh, I've actually dude. never watched oh. that. It's better than all the actual Fantastic Four movies <laughs> yeah. they've actually That's not hard to do, no, though. That's not Just hard to do. And with, like, quarter of the budget. I mean, you know. You know, yeah. I might pair it with Blank Man. Holy go. shit. Is, yeah. yeah. We're just busting out a bunch of random yeah. 90s superhero movies that I would tanked. totally pull out some Blank Man. Fucking pair it with that because you'd have to watch that after watching Steel. True. true. Uh, because at least they knew they were trying to be right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Right. So, all right. Well, anyway, let's uh, let's wrap this motherfucker up. All right. Um, so um, we have a couple screenings coming up. Um, one of which. Uh, will have already probably happened as of this release. <laughs> uh, we do have a Friday the 13th of April um, uh, slasher movie uh, I'm uh, screening at uh, Strange Ways. If this miraculously uh, comes out beforehand, it will be literally probably the day of. So don't worry about that. But um, we do have another one on May the 5th, I believe. Yep. And uh, we have not chose. We haven't chosen a uh, a theme for that yet. Yeah, and you couldn't get May fourth. We're staying. We're staying. Uh, we're doing May fifth. And you could have so. done. Well, you could do May fourth. Happens to be my wife's birthday. Oh. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> and she is not a Star Wars fan. So yeah, yeah. So I see. I'm gonna have to do something else. But, but uh, we also have a friend of ours that is getting married the day after, after yeah. our screening. So uh, so yeah, Saturday May fifth, we'll have a screening at Strange Ways Brewing here in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, come on out, have fun. And uh, it will be a good time. So. Yeah. And as always, you know, you have suggestions for us on the with the podcast of movies. Like, we're very open to everybody's suggestions. Something that's awesome, amazingly shitty that you think would be really something good for us to cover. We're open to it. Send it to us and we'll, you know, if it's something we really wanted to cover, we're going to do it. So We definitely try to do things that, um, you know... Haven't been covered by other podcasts or whatever. So, you know, yeah. Send, I think send we've had it. a good run of uh, some random shit the, the first uh, four there. So I'm feeling pretty confident that uh, we've been covering things that haven't been uh, covered before. Sadly, so I think much. this is the most mainstream movie yeah. we've done so far. Is so this far, piece of yeah. shit movie. You took the cake with the surprise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. um, but yeah, follow us on uh, Facebook, uh, Beautiful Disasters Podcast. Um, you can, uh, check us out on GUIpodcast.com. Geeks Under the Influence is our parent, you know, network. Um, and, uh, you know, just let us know what's going on. And, uh, we hope you see, if you're in the Richmond, Virginia area, come out to our screenings. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a good time. Oh yeah, it is. It always is. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I'm the Groots. Fuck you, Hunter. I'm the Smash. All Thank right. You for this experience. Absolutely. It's been a fucking blast. Woo! GUIPodcast.com. <laughs>Hey Geeks, do you love trivia? Do you love Geeks Under the Influence? Well, you can get both by coming out to Geeks Under the Influence Trivia every first and third Monday at Fallout, 117 North 18th Street, and every second and fourth Tuesday at Wonderland, 1727 East Main Street. It's the same goofy shit-talking fun that you enjoy from Geeks Under the Influence in trivia form. So it's a way for you to get your drink on, learn a few things, and hang out with Geeks Under the Influence. So join us every first and third Monday at Fallout and every second and fourth Tuesday at Wonderland. Links are on the homepage at GUIpodcast.com.